we have a special guest that has joined us. Sophia, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Where's my video? Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Yes, we've just been talking about course and all of the excitement that Dr. Freed has felt working with you and the other kids. Um, can we, let's first off, um, so you're Sophia. How old are you, Sophia? I'm 12. 12, all right. And how long have you been taking Dr. Freed's course? A year, I think. Yeah. All right, that's awesome. I think. Hey, it doesn't have to be exact. <laughs> and so, um, so if you're 12 with that, well, actually, where, where are you located, Sophia? I'm in Australia okay. on the West Coast in Perth. Okay. Right. Excellent. Which and makes it very difficult to do stuff because Daniel says, this is this amazing course. I think you would really like it. Oh, wait, it's at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> She's a real trooper. She wakes up early every morning for her to do my evening classes. And it's yeah. really amazing that the kids will do this to, to learn biology. It's worse in the winter because in the winter you start at 6 a.m. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, pretty soon, Sophia, you'll be able to teach the course and then you can teach it at an appropriate time for your Australian colleagues. That would be fun. Yes. So, um, you know, one thing that I was really interested in was to, to learn from you, Sophia, what um, part of the course is your favorite so far? That's a really tough one to call. Um, probably either the organic chemistry we've been doing at the moment or the star chemistry. Yeah, star chemistry. The star chemistry is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, I need to learn more about that from you all. Um, yeah, the, the star chemistry started because I was wondering, why is there so much nitrogen-14 in the world? Why not nitrogen-15? It's not radioactive. Like, those are the kind of questions that, you know, are so obvious, but we don't, as, as trained scientists, we don't think about that stuff. We right. just kind of do the molecular way. We calculate what we need. So right. this is a whole, a whole um, you know, mini course about answering those questions. So kids love it. Yes, absolutely. No, it's super fascinating. Um, and then another question that I have is what's your favorite molecule that you've learned about? I have a lot. Okay, that's fine. Tell me your favorites. My third favorite is titanium because of its medical uses. And I was going to say that one because it's a nice sensible answer. <laughs> but actually my favorite is neon just because it glows. Okay. All right. I like that. What, um, tell me some of the medical uses of titanium. Titanium is used in a lot of things. If you get a really bad breakage, they can use a titanium plate okay. in your arm mm -hmm. or leg to fix the bone. They're also used in replacements, hip replacements, knee replacements, elbow replacements. Oh, wow. Okay. And why is Cranial plates. Okay. And Sophia, we got to get this on. You had the greatest um, expression for titanium because we're talking about titanium right now in the context of stellar nucleogenesis and the the end of the star's life and everything like that and where titanium comes from so do you remember what you called it space metals nice. i love that so what is it about titanium that lets it um you know be useful as a medical implant titanium is useful because it doesn't rust 
Ah. Titanium essentially stays brilliant and new, mm-hmm. even through bodily functions, for years. Actually, right at the moment, they're replacing titanium with carbon fiber. Oh. Because a long time ago, they started trialing different different substances. They used, they used ceramic, which I would say is not a good idea. <laughs> because if you break that, that's going to be even worse than breaking a bone. Right. Because you're going to have ceramic pieces all over you. But they tried all sorts of substances, but one that they didn't try was carbon fiber because it didn't exist. But now they're using carbon fiber as the ball and titanium as the cup, which reduces the chance of it sticking (laughs) and causing the same problem as the joint you took out. Right, right. Wow. So a space metal carbon fiber joint. That's where we're headed yeah. for the future. That's yeah. great. So, um, so obviously you have some interest in, in healthcare. Um, what have you thought about what your career might be? Since I was three, I've wanted to be an obstetrician. Wow. And my mom constantly asks me if it's going to change. Mm-hmm. I constantly say no. <laughs> <laughs> and would you want to do, so, you know, you could do obstetrics, but you could also do the research side of that. Is that something you're thinking of now? I would, if the obstetrics career doesn't work out, I would really love to work with electron microscopes. Okay. Because electron microscopes are awesome. Okay. Tell me about it. Basically, an electron microscope is a super strong microscope that can see individual electrons. Mm -hmm. And then they can use computer programs to replicate what those electrons are doing in real life. And that, because you add something to a base and it can change. Mm -hmm. And they don't know why it changes, it just does. But with an electron microscope, you can perform that reaction underneath the electron microscope and then see how it changes Uh and make sense of that. So you can create really helpful compounds that you think are definitely going to work and then they don't work because the molecule changes and all of a sudden it doesn't do what you thought it was going to do. Mm -hmm. But with an electron microscope, you can see inside of the reaction Uh and you can see why it doesn't work. And how to fix it. Yeah. Or if you can't fix it, that you can't fix it. Thank you. Is there um, an image that sticks out in your mind of a particular reaction? or Probably the molybdenum calcium reaction that was taken at Collin University. Uh-huh. It was the first electron microscope image that was ever taken. Oh, wow. And it's essentially, it's an image of a compound two atoms thick. this is how strong this microscope is um and essentially it's one layer of molybdenum atoms and another layer of calcium atoms and they form together in a swirl and there's like three swirls on the image and it's really cool. I have to say that um, Sophia is one of our star organic chemists. She's always the first one to try the arrow and figure out where, where the nucleophile is and where it's going and things like that. She can always be counted on for that. So I think you're really you like the arrow. I usually get it wrong, person. though. 
Well, you, you always be. you always know where the connection is going to go, and you're still learning. I mean, we just started this, you know, very recently. So, um, but you're doing a great job. It's very that. I mean, that's one of the things, uh, Wendy, that I would say that as far as what's impressive, yeah. is the you know the, those those new areas that we're kind of charting out, like for the first time, like can kids now do organic chemistry? Because I know they can do structural biology. I, I know they can do that kind of stuff, but like seeing them you know, try arrow pushing and like seeing that it makes sense to them. Like that's really amazing. Can right. see that? Love that. Yeah. Dr. Freed's teaching style is awesome just as a general thing, because it's so much more fun than just sitting and watching something and just watching it and taking away information that you don't really retain properly. Mm-hmm. But I think the best thing about it probably is that it's an inclusive policy. Like in the class that I'm in, we have, how old is Rex? Is he eight? He's got to be, no, I think he's younger than that. I think he's got to be like six or seven or something. Yeah. Like when he started. So we have like six or seven year olds and so many times I've wanted to do something Mm -hmm. and we've gone to sign up for it. And they said, no, you're too young. Uh, You're too young. You can't. Right. Well, no, I can. I want to let me on. No, you're too young. But the thing is, is that Daniel doesn't do that. We have six-year-olds and seven-year-olds that are really smart and doing the stuff because they're allowed to, yeah. because they can. I and yeah, the, I, other I, thing, I, the other thing is, is it's, you get to meet so many other people. Mm-hmm. We have, we have a chat together and I'm literally talking to a person in Ohio and a person in Texas at the same time. And it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. The connections that you can make. What were you going to say? Uh, um, no, also for me, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, the fact that Sophia's part of this is awesome for me. I mean, that's, yeah. that's great. Um, and seeing kids find that common interest in, in, um, in learning high level science, it's great. And yeah, you know, before, so I couldn't imagine turning a kid away from my class. Even if a four-year-old, if the parents want to send their four-year-old, I would be like, okay, I maybe, but you could come if you want, but I wouldn't, I would never say no. And yeah, that's where the whole program comes from. It comes from like, let's challenge what people uh, think is possible. And if someone can wants to do it, like, let's see if they can do it. And see, let's see if I can help them do it. That's really right. the, uh, the, the onus is on me to, um, you know, the, the burdens on me to, 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 to help them. Absolutely. Speaking of, hey, Sophia. What is something that you haven't learned yet, but that you would like to learn about? Anything. (laughs) Um, There is no specific topic that I want to learn about. I would love to do biology, Mm -hmm. but I am aware that that's not Daniel's specific field. We've started asking questions in class Mm -hmm. and it's been really funny because we've asked this question and Daniel's gone, that's an amazing question. I'm not a nuclear biologist. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good for him to, to be able to say that too, right? I don't know. I think that's something that's really important to learn in life. It's okay to say, I don't know. Um, and then you and can I follow think, up. I think, and I think the kids can also real. I mean, the more you know, the less, the more you realize you don't know. And, and these kids know a lot. So yeah. they know what they don't know. Uh, most kids don't know what they don't know. Most kids think they know everything. Right, but right. these are a very sophisticated level of kids yeah. now. 
and and they can they can realize oh this is something I don't know yet let's explore that thing and let's like honestly realize that that's something I, I want to do and that's something that I that's where the whole program comes from like I knew that I didn't know nuclear uh, stellar chemistry mm -hmm. so I wanted to do that so I made I made it. it took a long time but we we made it and now everyone is um, learning from it yes absolutely I think that's the other thing is that if if you need to become an expert in something you can right that you can do self teaching I think as as adults and as as children I think that. You know, if it's something that you're really passionate about, you can. I was just talking to um, some folks in uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning earlier um, before this call, and one of them was, you know, uh, went to school for chemistry and then did computation, but they hadn't learned about machine learning, so they had to just do it on their own. And now they're an expert. I mean, it's and and that's part of their research program. So it's it's very doable uh, for sure. Yeah, and and also coming back to like my graduate school experience mm -hmm. for a second. Um, you know, my, my uh, advisor, Alana Shepherds, um, she, the, what, what I always felt from like being in her lab was that she was like always willing to like explore something new. And I, I think a lot of professors are like this, but I just felt for her, it was, she just had this um, like bravery to just like find some new field and, and, just, and just learn about that. And can we bring that in and can that be applied to what we're doing? And uh, I take that with me all the time. Like that's, that's how I approach this whole thing. Like what we can, you know, build on things, like bring things in, like go in directions that, that are uncharted. And can we, you know, use those and leverage them? Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm, I still, I still feel like I'm, I'm doing a research project, although it's a research project that involves pedagogy and kids, but it, it, you have to be sort of daring to, to make these big jumps and to take these uh, risks and figure out how to get these things done. And, and that's what I'm hoping the kids see that also. So I'm hoping to transfer that to, the, to that generation too. What do you think, Sophia? Do you, are you getting that from uh, Dr. Freed? It's a lot of the things that we ask, sometimes we ask and he says, I don't know, come back to me next week. Yeah. And next week he'll have something that answers that question. So even if he doesn't know it, he'll go and find it out. Mm -hmm. And the, again, coming back to ageism, mm -hmm. if you're enthusiastic enough, he'll take you. Yeah. Like, you have to be enthusiastic about it. And if you are, he'll give you a shot. Yeah. And everyone on that course starts off loving biochemistry. Mm. By the time they get to the organic chemistry sector, yeah. They just love it even more. Either that or they decide it's not for them and they drop off. Yeah. And that's a good point, actually, because it, it is not for everyone. You know, it's like, you know, so, you know, Dr. Freed, I know, is into art and music and chemistry and started out, as I learned earlier, as a music major when he started college and then transitioned over to, to chemistry. Um, but the, it's important that it is a diverse world, right? So it's okay that not everyone has to be a biochemist. Not everyone has to be an organic chemist. But to your point, Sophia, everyone should be given the chance. Sophia is a great a uh, advocate for the program. So yeah, oh, she's yeah. always, always backing everybody up. Yeah, she's really great. Absolutely. The program is really helpful for me because I've never been to school and currently don't go to school. Nice. So this is essentially my chemistry mm -hmm. it's super satisfying to like look at it and realize it's just not on the curriculum because it's higher than school yeah. level that is so satisfying mm -hmm. 
when you look through the curriculum and realize none of this is here. Mm-hmm. You mean in a, in a traditional school curriculum? Is that in a, yeah, because in the Australian home education system, you have to follow the Australian curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of bounce around the year levels. Just a thing. But the program is essentially my science for the most part. But it's really, it's really cool that this high level science is reaching so many kids that are like barely even in middle school. And some of them aren't even in middle school. They're in the middle of primary and it's really cool that that is happening because as I previously said if you've got the enthusiasm you need to learn it absolutely tell me what are some of the um, other activities that you partake in uh, like hobbies or just other you know uh, academic ventures I do I swim and I ice skate okay then I play piano. Dr. Fried and I share a common wish to play the bagpipes. Uh, My mum delivered the two-letter answer of no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the awesome the thing is, is we live on a pretty big property, but never mind. It's <laughs> that's a losing battle. <laughs> losing battle. I also I'm currently trying to begin human biology studies and I do a debating club. Wow. I sing in the state choir. I speak German, Mandarin, a little bit of French and used to take Latin classes, but I don't anymore. That is impressive. Talk to me about two things. One, uh, why did you pick Mandarin? I didn't. Oh. I was two. It was oh. my mom. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Because okay. part of my family is German. So mm-hmm. I essentially learned German at the same time as my English. Okay. I was reading German and English books at the same time. Huh. But then when we wanted to learn, me to learn a third language, we wanted something different. Yeah. Because when you take all the European languages, they're quite similar. They have the same core principles to them. But Mandarin is really different because it's a whole different writing system. It's a different speech system. And you, it's a completely different section of your brain that you have to use. It's difficult, but extremely satisfying when you get it right. Oh, I bet. I bet. And then my second question was, you said um, you were interested in studying human biology. Talk to me about um, specifically what area. I would love to do, so I'm really interested in cellular biology. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done several excursions stroke courses with the local cellular biology. Okay. Um, I say it very casually, local cellular biology department at the university. (laughs) But you get a lot of amazing opportunities when you're homeschooled. Mm -hmm. I guess so. Um, 
But I would love to, my dream job is to be an obstetrician. So obstetrics and medicine is obviously a postgrad degree. So biochemistry is partly because I love biochemistry and partly because biochemistry is an undergrad degree. So biochemistry and organic chemistry is linked to human biology. Mm-hmm. So you can do human biology and realize that it links in with what you've been learning right. in biochemistry. Mm-hmm. Awesome answer. Yeah, and in the program right now, what, what, what the jump is right now is the kids are learning enzyme mechanics. So we're doing, um, right, that's your section, right? We're doing like chymotrypsin mechanism and things like that. So the kids are learning, um, you know, they're, they're le- making that jump and that connection to, to, from chemistry to biology, which uh, I'd love to develop more yeah. in the program. Yeah. It's also quite an honor to be working with kids like this, right? Like kids like Sophia, because these kids are going to be making a huge difference. And for me to be part of it, you know, for the, the project started off as this kind of thing that was like not wanted by the people around me it was like very hard to to figure out what to do with it and now that it's got traction we have kids like sophia you know that this is this is a part of their personality now right would you this is part of your lifestyle right uh understanding this stuff so you know it's just a real honor to be part of these kids lives and to you know influence the future in some indirect way and uh we just need more of it we just need more kids sophia (laughs) Yep. It's awesome to be able to pick up supplement bottles in the supermarket and be able to read the ingredients list and just understand every single thing that's on there. Right. You can actually draw out the structures. Mm-hmm. She could. <laughs> eh, kind of. <laughs> At least some of them, right? You'll get there anyway. Uh, no, it's it's remarkable. It really is, Sophia and 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 uh, Dr. Freed. Like this is. It's incredible. And I think what, you know, the, the call to action is for our community to get involved with you and these courses um, and then also spread the word that this is out there. And so in, um, you know, the description of this video, of course, we'll have links to the website um, as well as some other resources for, for, for both um, people who want to participate as a scientist, but then also who want to get their kids or, you know, their friends' kids or their nieces and nephews involved. Um, in the in the course, but um, yeah, it's it, like I said, it's amazing. And and just to to anyone who's listening, go go to this class, even if it's just to sit in for like ten minutes to watch what these kids can do, because it it will blow your minds. So so uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to thank you both for your time and just I really appreciate, it. especially you, Sophia, waking up early and jumping on a call and being on top of things. Today, I usually have an activity that would mean I'm up at this time anyway. It's kind of normal. Okay. Like, Wednesday, you're up at a random early time for biochemistry. It's just how it is. All right. right. It worked out. It worked out then. (laughs) But, all right. Well, um, yeah, we'll just stay connected. And, um, again, thank you both for your time. Thanks so much for helping spread the word. I'd love to have more scientists um, involved in different ways. So thanks so much, Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Exploration Science. If you enjoyed this content, please like and share with your communities. As always, we appreciate your feedback as well as your suggestions for topics that you would like to see covered. Thanks again for tuning in.